0: Well hello everyone, welcome to Talk with TT and I'm really delighted to have uh, Amanda Barnes with us. Uh, And uh, Amanda has been elected to the Deacons, uh, the darkener of Colchester Baptist Church. I've known Amanda for probably 20 years, how about that, and she's still very young. Um, Amanda, welcome.
1: Thank you.
0: Um, Tell us about your family.
1: Okay, I have um, Neil, who's uh, my husband. Um, I have uh, a son and, and daughter. Lottie is 11 and Oliver is 10.
0: Wonderful. And, and they're a great joy. joy. Yeah, they are, oh, aren't they? they? They bring a great vibrancy and uh, life and energy with them. And it's, it's great I'm very,
1: to have Very, very blessed to have them. Yeah.
0: Good. Okay, so I've got four questions for you. And I always ask each person the same question to kick off with, uh, to share with us four people that you would like to dinner. Uh, it may be on their own or it could be all together. And why, why are you choosing the ones that you would want to have for dinner?
1: Okay, Terry, um, my first choice is a gentleman called Charlie Maxey. He is um, an artist and he's recently published a book, which probably lots of people know by now, called The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Um, I was fortunate to be introduced to him by my sister, uh, three years ago, uh, when we attended one of his art exhibitions in London. And since then, I've followed his his journey, and listened to a lot of his talks on YouTube. And he's just, he was originally an atheist, that's through the Alpha Course, um, of which I endorse wholeheartedly. If anyone hasn't done the Alpha Course, definitely um, would recommend it. Um, and he just found Jesus there, and now his work is to very gently um, show Jesus to as many people as he can through his art.
0: Remarkable and man, isn't he?
1: He's, yeah, he's very quirky, um, and he just talks very. Um, real really yes um and he's quite off the wall but i love his i love his talks so yes that would be my first dinner guest and can i ask you
0: about the book what's the kind of preface of the book what's it about
1: the books just generally is just about friendship really Hmm. and it's just the journey that a boy has and he meets um along along his journey a mole a fox and the horse and charlie just uses his art just, um, it's not, on one page it might be, say, a half dozen words or something, but it's mm. of very inspiring art. Yes. Um, lots and lots of things that, from an eight-year-old to an 80-year-old, they would enjoy it.
0: So, that's yeah. lovely. And can I ask you, what's your favourite character in the book?
1: Um, I would say the mole is my favourite. Me too. Um, yeah, he's <laughs> it- <laughs> pretty they're all amazing, um, but the mole is, yeah, I would um, certainly see some characters, characteristics of myself in the mole.
0: <laughs> and he loves cake, doesn't <laughs> he? <Yep>. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Great. Thank you for that. Okay, That's second okay. guest.
1: My second guest um, would be my nan. Mm-hmm. Um, purely, she died many years ago now, um, 26 years ago, I think. But I miss her ever Mm. so much, um, particularly over recent years. And she's the kind of person that you could just go to Mm. and just talk. And she would listen without any... um, She would just listen to you, really, and not pass too much comment. So I miss her dearly. Mm. So she would definitely be one of my guests. Yeah. Um, The third person would be um, Corey Tim Boone. So she is, I was introduced to her by a friend of mine. She let me borrow her book uh, quite some time, some years ago now. And I am in awe of her purely because when she, she was, if anyone doesn't know, she was a Dutch lady who, with her family, she helped many Jews um, escape from the Nazis in World War II. Um, They hid, they were hid inside part of her apartment. Um, in an adjacent part of the room called um, the hiding place actually and um, she and her family were arrested but in actual fact I think about 800 odd Jews were um, mm. she helped them escape but yeah. then she was arrested put into concentration camp um, her dad and sister subsequently died during that mm. time but she she was released um and I'm in awe of her because of the story where she um, meets one of the guards who she recognized in the concentration camp. And she forgave, forgave him. You know, um, I think the Holy Spirit, spirit. she asked for the Holy Spirit to um, help her because mm. obviously forgiveness is very, very hard if you've been hurt. Um, but she just, the Holy Spirit came upon her and she Had the strength to forgive
0: Mm.
1: um, her, one of the guards, and to me, um, that speaks echoes of what we should do to forgive others. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Okay.
1: And the last one, I think it's the last one, isn't it? Yes. Um, Is a lady uh, called Miranda Hart.
0: Ah, yeah.
1: Yep. I do love a little bit of humor in in, um, in our lives and she is an amazing lady, she's a comedian uh, she's been called midwife um, she's written an amazing book A Daily Dose of Such Fun where um, quite often as a family we dip in and out of the book and do sort of random things for the year um, but she also she wears a heart on her sleeve mm. you know she um, just says it again says it as it is mm. and if she's feeling Um, low or something she sort of explains it and yeah she's she's not fighting to just to just um be herself
0: wonderful wow what a what a collection of guests that random well (laughs) they are very different lovely you know your nan who is very meaningful in supporting you loving you and then you've got kind of charlie mackersy which is the the restoring healing the gentle sort of use of art in uh, for those who are going through mental trauma Cory Temboon with the courage and then Miranda with the humor lovely Wow yeah thank you for that that's wonderful very different very unique well done um okay second question is you know we've going through the coronavirus pandemic it's a pretty tough year. Um, uh, you know you're a wife and a mother so you've got um, your family with you um, and you know there are all sorts of uh, sadnesses that we're seeing around the world let alone our own country what have you learned uh, in your faith uh, this past year and you know what what has sustained you with hope
1: I think if I didn't have a faith I would have found it 10 times harder than I have. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not saying that it's been easy. Um, I know certainly I have found the first lockdown over summer a lot easier to cope Mm. with because as far as having the children concerned at home, we could do school in the the garden Mm. or we could make our weekends and evening times different to their school day. Um, So this time around with the children at home, it's dark at night bit chilly so I don't want to go out yeah. um i'm working as well whereas over summer i wasn't then mm. so um it is pretty hectic at home the latter part of the week um but if i didn't have my faith it would be incredibly hard mm. um as far as my personal relationship with god is concerned i do feel that it's um thrived purely because um I've tried to I wake up in the morning where possible, and I, sometimes it's tricky with as a mummy, but where possible, um, I have a few minutes in the morning mm. where I just take stock of things, might read something, um, and then during the course of the day, I might try, and if I can, find like 15 minutes of podcast or something. Mm. But, um, yeah, so I think my personal relationship is um, getting better, yeah. Um, so, for me, lockdown has it has made me think it's actually okay to stop.
0: Oh, <laughs> stop yes, absolutely. Yeah. Great, thank Thanks you for that. Okay, and third question: uh, your favourite uh, Bible text and a, a song or a hymn.
1: That you okay. Um, I love music, so there are many, many, many songs that I could. <laughs> <laughs> um but I think the one that jumps out to me right now is um Matt Redman coming back to the heart of worship yeah um I once read the reason behind that um and just how it's really important to just stop sometimes mm-hmm. and just for the the um yeah just to stop and breathe and to come back of the heart of everything, and that is mm. Jesus, because sometimes I think we make it too complicated.
0: Yes, absolutely. Okay. With yeah,
1: personalities and things, and sometimes it's it's good just to take stock of your, your own personal relationship with God. Yeah. And the verse of Scripture? And the verse of Scripture. Um, hmm, um, I would say the one that I always hold quite close to me is my baptismal text, mm-hmm. which is... Um, which um, is Joshua 1 verse 9, which um, our beloved Rod Sawtell gave to me on my baptism day. Um, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous, do not be terrified. I think he knew me when he <laughs> gave me that baptismal text. Wonderful. Um, be strong and courageous. Um, there, there's parts of my personality that I, um, I would say to my that i don't feel courageous sometimes mm. um which perhaps that's i don't know whether that's a female thing i'm not i'm not quite sure but there you are um, yeah. so i think he knew me then when he gave me my baptismal text and the second one which i think god keeps on giving me actually is jeremiah twenty nine eleven. for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and that, for me, is something mm. that keeps on um, coming back over the last few months, really, that you know, yeah. he's got it all under control. It's yeah. really hard going every single day, yeah. but ultimately, and um, he's got you in the palm of his hands.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for reminding us of those verses of hope. And we all have our fears, don't we? And uh, God with us is a real strength to us. Yeah. Okay, my kind of final question is what do you hope for our children in Culture to Baptist Church over the coming years?
1: Um, I want them just to know Jesus. Simple mm-hmm. as simple as, as that, really. Um, as a child, I um, had the Sunday school upbringing um, but as a teenager, which is fairly normal. I fell away from... Um, god and then i didn't come back to him until i came to elder lanes that would be very early 20s mm. so i want to um if we can where possible to for, for them not to fall away yeah they need to, they need to be firm um, god needs to be relevant in their life as children yeah. and then make it relevant to them every single day through their teens yeah so um, if that's how I, for Eld Lane, amazing opportunities. We've got mm. a great group of children and young people mm. um, who I'm sure now are just calling out for him because time is difficult at the moment. Yeah. Life for uh, a child or a young person is difficult yeah. and we just need to be there for them.
0: Um, if I could ask you, in te- before COVID in normal times, what particularly did the, did the children enjoy in church life was it the remix was it sundays or other things that were happening
1: i think for my my children mm. enjoyed remix um because it was just an opportunity for them to run around mm. on a friday evening um and then see their friends yeah they, they're not seeing their friends now and as adults we're used to zoom and mm. um, because we have to just do it um in order to obviously, meetings and things, but also fellowship. Mm. But children need, as much as we need, Mm. interaction, as in face-to-face contact, children do too.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's hard for when we have, as an example, girls to go to grow group. Um, You have to really work hard for them to open up Mm. and chat amongst themselves. Yeah. So um, I think our children are really missing fellowship. Yeah yeah thank Definitely. you and
0: uh, a right a sort of ps question uh, you're a new deacon what yeah. are your hopes and aspirations for this role
1: mm, that's a big question it is isn't it how um, do you see yes. yourself serving yeah um i think when i was approached to be a deacon i put a lot of thought into it because obviously i'm a mummy um and um Having family life is tricky. However, um, I do, do feel that I am here for a reason. Mm. I, I was at Eld Lane 20, 25 years ago. And then after Neil and I got married, we sort of moved, moved to another church for a little while. But now we're back. I feel home. Mm. And to be considered to be a deacon was a, an amazing privilege. So, um, for, the, for the church to, how I see the church, um, I would like to see the church relevant, mm-hmm. but not water down the gospel. That is completely off mm. the agenda. Mm-hmm. But I think there's so much more we can do mm-hmm. to make um, church and the gospel relevant mm-hmm. to people who don't know Him yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, without watering it down. <laughs> If yeah. we are real to one another, as in within the church, if we are real to one another, then it will then um, kind of filter out mm. to the community. Yeah. And I see Eld Lane as a community of believers who can do so much for mm. the town centre and the surrounding area. Mm. So, yeah
0: that's great amanda we're really blessed to have you as part of the church and your family and your husband um thank you for being with us wow you've really given us an insight uh into your thought and your faith your prayer life and um well, I, there are so many more questions i'd love to ask you but i'm going to behave myself and just say thank you so much thank you, you, take, thank, you. thank you bye